Kelly from The Nail Executive. As a licensed manicurist and certified professional resume writer, I believe that polish conveys impact, excellence, and strength. And there's more than one way to nail it. Through nail care and resume writing, I help clients exude the polish and confidence they deserve. Nails and resumes are both tiny canvases with a finite amount of space that can speak volumes about you. For nails that mean business or a resume revamp that gets results, visit The Nail Executive at nailexecutive.com or call 415-355-4356. Nail appointments are available Tuesday through Saturday at nailexecutive.com slash nails. first time and so, so funny I feel like um, when you meet someone for the first time when you meet someone at an open mic you automatically know that you have something in common like right off the bat what do you think that is is it that you're just surrounded by a bunch of people who are willing to go up there and be idiots <laughs> yeah, totally that's what I mean for sure <laughs> yeah. and so the um, you know the comedy thing is just you know really fun especially over this pandemic and you know to have some sort of an outlet yeah, no, I used to say something all the time before the pandemic, and that was, if we are not laughing, we're crying. And uh, over the last year, that's just morphed into, we are laughing and crying. <laughs> all kinds of releases here. <laughs> yeah, it's like a laughing, it's like crying, you're laughing so hard, you're crying. Yeah, kind of. yeah, and like there's a lot of things that make me cry and also a lot of things that make me laugh and, you know, usually they used to be able to like, the laughter would overtake the crying and now it's just, I just accept all emotions in all their waves. 
it's an, ex- an acceptance state, I think, is where I've reached. Yeah, it's like that. Uh, uh, there's an emoji, you know, for or a bit emoji. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. The laugh crying emoji. It's already there. I am very unoriginal. So. <laughs> no, I feel like no. It could be a bit emoji. But you got some flair, you know. Mm, mm, I appreciate that. But yeah. yeah, we did meet at an open mic. Yeah, I remember it was my first uh, open mic for comedy that I'd ever done. And um, I saw you and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, was, I was a little bit frightened because I'm, you know, more of a guitar player. And so going up there and making a fool out of myself, usually it's a little more forgiving if you have like a musical instrument. Um, Mauricio was saying that. Uh, the other, what we saw was uh, Asientos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we we saw him perform at Ocientes and but yeah, I the first time I did meet you, you did not have a guitar, did not know you were a musician, uh, and I remember before you got up there, I think I think it was Pam saying over and over how it was your first ever stand-up set. So, I was like, oh man, the heat is on now. Yeah, she totally didn't add any extra pressure to that situation. <laughs> I was just like, you didn't need to tell everyone it was my first time. But no, I thought you did very well, very well. Like, getting up there is half the battle. Like, I think the majority of people have never done a first stand-up set, and you have well joined joined the elite of people who have. It was an outer body experience, and I, I strongly, you know, if somebody, yeah, I recommend anyone, if you just feel like you're just on the edge, just, like, get up there, you know, and and do it. It's like, it seems a little bit intimidating at first, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I would like to... Uh, well, my roommate has a saying, and that's, uh, I'll try anything twice. And uh, I think those are very good rules to live by. And if you have any any inclination to get up on stage, I say go for it. Um, give it a chance. You never know what's going to come out or who you're going to meet. I didn't even get to get on stage that night, and I still got to meet a lot of cool people, do some cool stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of eccentrics coming out here, Mutiny Radio. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Pam, you know, is holding it down here. She's a comedian. So we're really, you know, a comedic, you know, station, really heavy c- comedy here. So I, I do, being a guitar player, I feel like kind of a different kind of fish in a different kind of pond, which is great. I, I love it. And, and um, yeah, I mean, it's sometimes, you know, people, when you get up stage and someone actually um, – told me this and what's actually pushed me to get up on stage was uh just you know base it off a true story and then you don't have to remember like a script or anything and so I did that and so that's what I did for my first uh stand-up and you you actually got to witness it my mom loves those kind of jokes and we'll get into it but I wanted to play a fresh track actually by a local artist here uh doer actually just was out today I just saw this So it's on Bandcamp. Check it out. Uh, This song is called High Low. And then we're going to be back with some funnies. so much it hurts sometimes actually it hurts all the time i know i'm not supposed to feel like this i want to let it go exactly like you did but i'm addicted to pointless regret fight it off for the fun 
Back in the box here at Mutiny Radio, that is Doer. That is a fresh track called High Low. And, um, yeah, we're just talking about comedy and, and art and the open mic scene. And, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I guess my, my first um, comedy open mic, it could have been worse. You know? Yeah, no, I mean, I was impressed. I want to know yours. My first open mic, or my first, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, my, my first open mic was at a bar in Oakland called Penelope. Where is that? I can't believe I've never heard of that, actually. Yeah, I don't go to the East Bay too often, <laughs> so <laughs> I'll have to, I remember, I, I think it was, it was in Oakland, that's where it is. So, someone had told me, and I think it's true, in Oakland, they don't call it an open container, they call it an Oakland container. I mean, that's a real good pun. So you can bring anything you want. It's like Vegas, except way more murders. No, <laughs> I don't know. Really. I feel like there's just probably kidding. a lot of murders in Vegas. Probably. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. just don't go reported. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> yeah. <kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, it went well, actually. My, my first open mic, I went there with no intentions of getting up. Um, and then just the energy was so good. And uh, got up there, made a couple jokes. People laughed. And then the microphone fell apart. The, oh, yeah that's like great i feel like opposed to like lighting your guitar on fire or breaking it you could break the microphone and be like yeah yeah i wish i like had <laughs> smashed it between my hands something epic like that but the cord just fell out and it was old-fashioned i couldn't figure out how to put it back together so you know it was funny in one way just not people weren't laughing at my jokes anymore <laughs> because they, because they couldn't hear you or yeah they were just too they couldn't hear anything i was saying because the microphone was broken and they were all laughing at the oh fact that gosh. i couldn't put it together this is so funny i was at a alameda comedy club and i uh house sparks headline and pam was uh you know it was in there and there was a point in time where there were these wireless microphones that were canceling each other out so he would uh <laughs> he was talking and then it would cut out so then what he did is he made it part of his set and he was like, yeah, yeah like he, I don't know how he even did it. That was like genius. He like made it sound like the mic was cutting out when it wasn't really. Mm. Um, it's like comedy beatboxing, except like <laughs> static interception. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just, I, you just got to be able to roll with whatever is going to go on up there. And, you know, I think that's, that's what's funny or fun about a live audience is, the unpredictability of it and yeah. like the the opening it up to interaction just got to be able to just roll with it yeah i just um i feel like the audience has so much to do with it you know the the reaction that you get and so when when was the first or what when was it was it like uh my first open mic i did in january of 2020 Wow. Yeah. So I got one in before uh, all open mics got shut down. <laughs> I remember that. That was a trip. You know, there's so many, you know, folks out there, you know, Hotel Utah, Brenna Gazelle hosts the Hotel Utah. It was on Mondays, uh, Neck of the Woods. Gerard is doing this uh, uh, open mic in Neck of the Woods. He did comedy on Tuesdays as well. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of these folks, including myself, that were super in the open mic scene and going to every open mic, when it shut down, it was like, what am I doing with my life right now? Like, what am I doing? Like, <laughs> it was like, it was, um, 
yeah, I think most everyone can kind of relate with that. I mean, just in general, not even with open mics, just like the whole world. Oh, yeah, no, I feel like it's been months and months and months of what am I doing? What am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) Even right now, I'm not quite sure what I'm doing. My first time on live radio, so don't quite know what I'm doing. It's better that way. It's better (laughs) if you don't know. I don't know. I feel like if things like are too planned out, and I feel like maybe just me personally with my personal, you know, artistical experience, it's like almost better to kind of, when it's art, you know, you could say it's a science, but it's it's an art to kind of like, you could say the same, you could do the same set somewhere else and maybe nobody would like it. You know, it's like depending on where you're at. <laughs> well, well, I, I do, I haven't been doing at comedy. At least for me, that's what I'm <laughs> I haven't been doing stand-up for very long. I've been doing comedy since I burst from the womb. But um, yes. I have a, a very particular philosophy around my comedy. And I, I say I'm a stand-up exhibitionist. And I do it because the things that come into my brain make me laugh. And I I would prefer it if everybody laughed too. But as long as you're watching and I think it's funny, I'm having a good time. Yeah, I think that's great. I That's what actually pushed me to even go and do the comedy thing. It was just like, it's got to feel good to the performer. At least for me, it's like, you know, and if it's natural and if you're going off a, a real life story, it's like this therapy that you're like, working out on your own yeah <laughs> and then everyone's just a, you know I, it's hard to tell i feel like sometimes with comedians it's like are, is this a true story or is this like you know are you making this up yeah. not you but just in general no no totally like i it is hard to know if like if it's an exaggeration or not or if it's just um putting all the pieces together but i think all jokes and comedy is rooted in some form of truth um, you know, these things don't come from nowhere. <laughs> and like, it, it takes a certain kind of um, self-hatred to get up there and know that like, you, you, you may be standing up there in front of a bunch of people who you might, none of them will laugh at you. It could happen. And just like, you know, understanding that you're going to survive it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Anyone out there listening in, it's just, just break through the wall. Just do it. Just get up there and. Yeah, just go make a fool out of yourself. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's okay. Like, <laughs> you know, I've never felt like I've been good at this, but for some reason, like, sometimes people ask me to do it um, with work, with recording things and voiceovers. And it's i think they just keep asking me to do it because no matter how many times i do it badly i still keep trying to do it and there's there's just there's an appreciation in that i guess so yeah yeah. totally yeah i could see that Mm -hmm. it's um there's something about it too um i don't know like i've seen a lot of acts where it's like just this really awkward pause that makes it funny or sometimes it's funny because it's not funny. And there's all these different things, and it's great, too. I feel like with the you know open mics and especially this joke workshop, which has been overloaded with folks, we had to set up a sign-up sheet. Which is um, excellent. It's yeah. great that people are, are trying to come out and do their thing. Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, to be able to get critiqued. So I did it a couple times, and I was just like, you know what? Is I, I never wanted to do the same set again. But it was just like, you know, you kind of need to recycle some stuff. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, your jokes is, like, your outfit, you know? Like, you can't buy a new shirt every day. You know what? As I heard a rumor a long, long time ago when I was a kid that uh, Bill Gates, which I think it's, it's just kind of funny that it, he's mainstream again, whatever's going on, but he wore different pair of socks every day or something. Well, like, if you're that rich, he could wear a different pair of socks every day. I mean, there is like very few new clothing items that feel as orgasmic as new socks <laughs> like fresh socks are is a very special feeling yeah it's just really warm and fuzzy yeah it's like certain clothing works better the more you wear it but i disagree with socks fresh socks is if i'm ever a billionaire i promise myself fresh socks every day fresh socks that yeah, sounds like awesome. fresh tracks fresh tracks yeah i got a fresh track here um, this guy, he's got this song called Unofficial Boyfriend. <laughs> I wonder what this is. I don't know. I haven't actually even listened to it yet. So this will be fun. Extra fresh. 50 views. That's as fresh as it gets right there. Yeah. Unofficial Boyfriend. What is that? Huh. This thing. Yeah, so... I don't know. I, a lot of this stuff, there's a lot of art that's come out of this pandemic, it seems like. I mean, art is pain. Pain is art. It's been a yeah. <laughs> one hell of a year. It has been one hell of a ride here. Uh. As I, you know, the whole dongle thing. <laughs> just like, oh, my God. Yeah. There we go. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's so fresh. It doesn't even have any audio with it. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Unofficial audio. Unofficial audio. Yeah. So. Someone's boyfriend wasn't helpful in... Uh, That's totally what it was, yeah. It just... Uh, this, uh, this is elegant trash. <laughs> this. Hold on a second here. That's the name of the band. Are we going to have to um, do our drop our own fresh tracks here? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, oh, very nice. I can, I can snap. Yeah, snap your fingers. Yeah. yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. Strange. This whole thing just went out. There we go. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's coming to life here. This is a uh, underground radio for you all. Which all that means is we're not McDonald's. That's all it really means. So, this is a band called Elegant Trash. I actually know this guy. He's really freaking awesome. And he actually just, yeah, he's got a lot of exciting things happening in his personal life too. So I'll let him speak for himself. But uh, here we go.
Muni Radio. This is the Candyman. We got a winner. Anybody home? Hello? Hello? Hey, there's somebody there. You are the grand winner. Hello? You are a winner, yes. You just won a, uh, a pound of uh, midnight oil here. Nice. Who is this? Let me actually just let me actually just turn this off. We'll go back to elegant trash. I want to be able to hear you. That elegant trash is pretty trashy and, and elegant at the same time. How you doing over there? Are you there? Hello. Oh. Hello. Hey, what's up? How are you doing over there? Who who's who I got on the line here? Oh, that's Subodor Fools. Subodor uh, Fools. Hey, great to, you know, I'm sitting back here in the box with a, a talented um, artist. <laughs> and uh, we we're just talking about the whole open mic scene and about how now things are starting to come back. What are you doing? Are you back? Are you back in it? Um, well, there's uh, the only one I'm aware of that still meets in person uh, is the uh, Cafe International open mic. Which used to be in the Lower Height, and uh, we meet uh, at the Scott Street Labyrinth. And that's tonight at six o'clock. Yeah, yeah, that's every Friday. But that's the only one I'm aware of that has any sort of in-person thing going on. But yeah, the Utah has a Zoomta now, and uh, Bazaar Cafe does a Thursday night thing. The and virtual think, mic, uh, yeah. What's the Starry Plow? I think does the Tuesday night one sometimes, or maybe all the time. Yeah. The Story Plow, yeah. So I know that uh, Sarah Jane hosts that one. And they do it, I think, I don't know if they do it every Tuesday, but have, uh, we got Crystal on the line here. We got Troubadour Fools, Fools. I guess I can't talk right now. But um, <laughs> you know where Story Plow is? No. Have you ever been there? It's in Berkeley. No, I haven't had the pleasure yet. It's pretty cool, yeah. I mean, it, um, that's a great comedy open mic. Yeah. It was everything open mic. People doing somersaults and shit on stage. It was awesome. I love uh, multimedia performances. Yeah, so I uh, I want everyone out there listening in. This we got the Troubadour uh, Fools on the uh, the air right now, and I do have that song that I'm gonna play for everyone. We got a um, pound of coffee for you. Um, it's a midnight oil. We got it from Atlas Cafe, and they have good coffee there. They have good food. I'm actually hyped on this caffeine right now. I can't even control myself. I'm like, and so uh, yeah, um, I got this pound of coffee for you. So. You know, if you want to come by the station, or I could have it delivered to you. Either way. Oh, is this JW? Yes, it is. Oh, yeah, I'm. I'm actually sitting uh, at a cafe in, on Valencia Street right now. Oh wow, you're so pretty, pretty close. close to where you are. Yeah. I got a bag of the good stuff for you right here. Uh, which cafe on Valencia? <laughs> uh, Costa Sangu John. It's Valencia and Twenty Third. Oh one wow. Of the had a sit-in option. All the cafes that I used to go to are still only doing the little window and to go on me. Oh, I know, and it's so cold outside right now. It yeah, it's, yeah, it's windy and cold, but yeah, the cafes allow you to sit in, but for some reason, Valencia is still the little takeout window and knock yeah. yourself out in a parklet or walk with a coffee or something, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a great corner. I was just at Beretta, which is right there on 23rd in Valencia. I went there with a neighbor the other night. It was so good. It was really good. Oh, I see it. I see it from where I'm sitting. Yeah, I'm happy to swing by your place if you know if you want to come down. Yeah, so we're on we're on 21st in Florida, here. Um, I'm gonna be sticking around. Crystal is gonna be doing a set here. 
Um, yeah. Is this going to be your first Mutiny Radio set? Because I know you've seen set, you've done sets other places, but this will be my first Mutiny Radio set. Yeah, so I got to be here for that. And you're welcome to come here. Um, we're pretty close. We're just on 21st in Florida. Yeah, come get some coffee, yeah, start, watch some comedy. Yeah, definitely. And we're going to play that track for everyone. This uh, Troubadour Four Fools, and this song is called The Land of the Junkies and Engineers. For everyone out there. I know what that's you ready for about. that? Oh, yeah. All right. We'll talk to you later. All right. 21st in Florida. Okay. Okay. See you here. The song is called The Land of Junkies and Engineers. <laughs> It's about us here.
that is Girls here, Muni Radio FM. I was just called in. It was a live performance. I've been in the open mic scene as well. And um, so yeah, yeah, that's your key to making friends after the pandemic. Everybody is just go to open mics and stand around and act like you want to go up, and then <laughs> don't. Because that that's how I met JW. Is I was like, yeah, I really want to go up. I just didn't make it onto the list. And yeah, no, and it was there were so many people there that night as well and it was just packed and with you know because pam like and just in general as a radio station with covid and everything you know we have everything set up to code so you can't have more than eight people so it's like this thing where it's like get out of here and it's like you can imagine walking in here for the first time and be like yeah get the fuck out of here you know what I mean? it's like too many people are in here you know i was so nervous coming yeah. to the joke workshop because i I didn't know what joke I was going to try and workshop. And then I was like, it's the pandemic. I don't know how it works. And then I um, am not good at following rules, but I'm always afraid of getting yelled at. And it's exactly what happened. I walked in and I was like the ninth person. <laughs> and I was like, everybody needs to get out. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what's so funny about it. I feel like if I would have met Pam in an open mic, that maybe, you know, it was, it was cool because we'd met kind of randomly and at, at benders in the back of benders so we got to actually talk and like you get to know somebody and like with this when you got all this chaos you got all these people running around trying to sign up for comedy where it was just there was twice as many people signed up not in the building but there was there was more people signed up than could even fit on the whole list and it was just like uh so that's why the the sign up thing has been really good. So the the Vebmo, mm-hmm. so if you Vebmo Mutiny Radio and you just say pre sign, then we put you on the list, and that way it's just confirmed and it's a lot more seamless that way. Yeah, and you get your good karma points because you're donating to keep this awesome awesome place going. Yeah, yeah. holler holler with a dollar mm-hmm. Mutiny Radio <laughs> donate to Mutiny Radio. You know, yeah, which everyone's uh, holding on by a shoestring right now. You know, <laughs> how long how long have you been doing the the show here? I don't know how long it's been going on actually. Yeah, so I um, I've been a I've been a recording artist since the age of seven. Um, and so I always you know was more of a music person. I uh, came on Pam's show May 29, thousand nineteen. Uh, her show oh, some call me Tim. Approaching that year anniversary, couple year anniversary of there, May 29th, yeah. we're in May, yeah. Yeah. Wait, but you're gonna, I know you're taking a road trip here. You're gonna be gone for your mutiny anniversary. Yeah, so I, uh, funny that you said that. My really uh, good friend and fellow artist friend, um, Neil Nyberg from Nalamora, moved uh, a close friend up to Washington, D.C. from Florida. And so he bought the car off of her. For two hundred dollars, and it's a nineteen ninety nine Subaru with two hundred fifty thousand miles. And so I am jumping on a plane, going to Washington D.C. on May twenty seventh, and we're driving the thing back the country. I was talking to my dad, you know, um, gosh, maybe is it recently? He was talking about how he always wanted to move out to San Francisco, and I'm like, dude, you're not dead yet. <laughs> you could do it. And so um, my parents are going to be hanging out at the Tiki desk while I'm away. Are they also going to take over as hosts for the show next Friday? Yeah, so that is actually um, um, 
I'm in the process of kind of working that out. And so, um, you know, direct messages, everyone out there listening, it's like you direct message somebody, you know, you text message somebody, do you call them on the phone? <coughs> do you send them an email? Like how, what is the best way to, so with Asiento, so I know that you guys were there at Asiento's on Wednesday. Yes, yes, got to see some very funny comedians up there. Yeah, uh, so Rachel uh, Pinson has a show on Tuesdays. Oh. And it's called Free Radio is the name of her show. And um, she was the one that yelled JW. When I, yeah, that was yeah, awesome. That I was quite that. an introduction because, yeah. Yeah, um, you know, you know, you're Mr. San Francisco when people on stage <laughs> announce your arrival. Oh my God, it's hilarious. There's a story behind that. I'll tell you, there's absolutely no ego attached to it at all. Um, there's none at all. And yeah. Uh, so, so what it is? She has a show on Tuesdays, and I remember he's talking about her so. Uh, with her with this mobile podcast which is really great because I feel like sitting down in the box and just like talking to somebody you could get an idea of more of what somebody's doing with their life you know <laughs> and so the the mobile podcast thing is something that I uh, my friend and I uh, Jason Young's son came up with February of 2020 and we're just like this is great you know um, and riffing off of Jerry Seinfeld's Comedians in Cars mm. But instead of comedians and cars, we're like, hey, let's call it rock stars and cars. And so we'll do that. So I got this sign. So I, I don't know if you've seen the sign. I have the Seize Candies sign, and then I have that sign. So that is part of the whole mobile podcast. Wait, wait. So you're going to be having two different signs in your car, one that is rock stars, please come in, and another one that says free candy? Oh, no. So that <laughs> all that is, so it's just for the shot. So with Mutiny Radio, we fundraise with seized candies mm -hmm. so that everywhere we go. So, and you might know, I know that, you know, I guess we're in a tech world no matter what, but with the whole QR code, do you know anything about QR codes? I'm going to uh, nerd out. Believe me, it's, it'll be funny. I hope. It, well, I do I know anything about them? Yes. I know some things about them. I know to point my phone's camera at it from multiple angles and to possibly turn on my flashlight until the link thing pops down. I know that that's what they do. Yeah. So, do you are you gonna have a QR code? Yeah. So the QR code goes on the light up sign that goes on the top of the car. You have a light up sign to go on top of your car. That, so that's what the, I don't know. I um I remember was it was it Sam? He'd seen the the C's candies light up car thing. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, you know, I was like, I wonder if he's got to figure it out. I remember thinking, I was just like, you know, he probably thinks I'm a delivery driver. <laughs> so just this is for a mobile <laughs> podcast. So um with. With that, you put a QR code on it, and so it's lit up at night, and so, yeah, it's like, like a menu or whatever, and you could donate to Mutiny. Oh, okay, and, and that's and going on the car for the road trip. You know what is I? Uh, it is a 1999 Subaru, and um, the gas or the the lighter thing actually might work, and I think you're right. I think I should probably bring it with me. I just trying to decide if I want to do this seat so. At, at Muni, we fundraise with Seize Candies, yeah. so you could buy Seize Candies right now from uh, from Muni Radio, and it'll get shipped right to your yeah. door. Point your phones at your radios. We are transmitting that QR code right now. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about that, you know. It's just um, what an old school business. Yeah. No. Candy manufacturing. I love like is is Seize a San Francisco based company? 
South San Francisco. South San Francisco, the California, their Bay Bay Area, born and raised, mm-hmm. just like you. Yeah, grass fed. No, I'm just kidding. Not really. <laughs> just joking. The um, so my uh, yeah. So C's uh was founded in 1921. So this is the centennial year, and Mary C's and Charles C's the first location that they opened up was November 17th. 1921. Okay. So this is the 100-year anniversary. So wow. at one point, so Charles Munger and all these you know, big wigs at the top, Berkshire halfway, because Seas Candies was a third company that Warren Buffett back, bought back in 1972. The, there was a big jazz scene here in the 50s and the 60s. and There needs to be more of a jazz scene again. I think we're bringing it back to life. There's a lot of people. So the live stream things, I'm seeing that a little bit more. I'm seeing like uh, Andrew's, yeah, he's playing at Bird and Bracket mm-hmm. coming over Wednesday. I, the virtual thing, I wonder if they're going to be, I know that they're streaming it now, but I wonder, so Bird and Bracket's in Glen Park and it's right next to um, the Glen Park Station bar and the Glen Park Station station for oh, bar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you know I used to bartend at the green room for what was formerly the... Um, Blackhawk Night, no, Night. Oh my God, what was it called? Blackhawk Night Jazz Club. It was the Jazz Club in <gasps> the Tenderloin. In the Tenderloin. Oh my gosh, the Black Cat, wasn't it? No. That was it something else. Um, it was TL Blackhawk Night Club, I think. I um, love the TL. Yeah, I used to live there for. Me too. Yeah. Wait, what were your cross streets? <laughs> Geary and Polk. Geary and Polk. That's. Almost tenderloin. That's lower knob, sir. It's tender knob. Tender knob. That was the only thing it was. I couldn't stand the name, but living there for four years, that's what it was. Uh, tender knob. I. <laughs> I couldn't stand the name, but that's totally what it was. You couldn't call it lower knob hill. It was too much. Yeah, you know. But. Well, I was on the corners of Ellis and Hyde. That's a nice area. So <laughs> you know, gonna... very glamorous. <laughs> There was always new cardboard structures going up and getting taken down. It was, you know, a lot of movement in that area, new business in and out. <laughs> so there was this uh, place. It was on the corner. I wonder if uh, Pam knows she's actually outside um, in the Tenderloin. It was on Ellis and Hyde, I want to say, too. And it was a place called Brown Bag. It was Why a 6 a.m. bar. The brown jug. Oh, the brown jug. Yeah. I've been to the brown jug many times. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, because <laughs> it was it was up the street from the basement, the bar I worked at. Which That's right. Okay, was now it's a the green room to the former Blackhawk nightclub, which was a very famous jazz club back in the day. Um, it's now a parking lot, <laughs> but <laughs> the green room where the musicians used to get ready is still there and still a bar. And last time I was there, it was open. But anyways. Yeah, no, the basement. Yeah, <laughs> so the that, brown jug. That, that part, yeah, so the brown jug is a 6 a.m. bar in the Tenderloin. Mm-hmm. And there's people going up and drinking at 6 a.m. I'm not going to say I've done it, not done it before I have. Have, have you ever done the 6 a.m. bar thing? It's like if you're not a, you know, uh, a, you know uh, a nurse or somebody, you know, in the medical field that works 12-hour shifts or, or a cop or, you know, or someone that um, that's working overnight shifts, if you're at a bar at 6 a.m., Maybe, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I think everyone has a certain level of a drinking problem. But getting up and having a beer or a shot of Jameson, I don't know. I said that could become addiction right there. I mean, 
or it's just been one really long everybody sometimes you need a nightcap at 6 a.m oh did you ever go to nightcap that was on Hyde and O'Farrell yes yes that is where it was um I have been there I I had a friend visiting once uh who had lived in San Francisco so so she lived in San Francisco before me I came up to visit her um but she was out but had she had moved I think to Redwood City so she was back up in San Francisco visiting me um we were out roaming the tenderloin two ladies Uh, (laughs) and uh we were trying to decide if we were gonna do one more or not and she was like well let's just have a nightcap real quick and I heard her say well let's just go to nightcap real quick and I was like okay great and I put on my shoes put on my jacket and she's looking very confused (laughs) yeah she's like uh okay do we need to run out and i was like yeah for nightcap we gotta run out and, just, and long story short it was just, is she listening in right now i don't know that'd be really I'll funny her, yeah but uh, i brought that was her first time getting brought to the bar nightcap where we then had a nightcap um good times so i actually um i the nightcap yeah, I mean that's a little tenderloin jam. I think you know it's uh it feels like the the sign up front, the purple neon sign. It's just like I feel like I'm in Disneyland or something, like right before you go into the you know the entrance of Pirates of the Caribbean or something. It's had this thing about it. It's so fun. And it's cute. It has like a little sleepy moon with the old timey yeah. nightcap on it. It's dreamy. Yeah, it does. It's too cute for the tenderloin. Yeah. Or, you know what, maybe we should make the tenderloin cute. You know what, I think that is happening, and we're doing it right now, audially, or through the sound waves. <laughs> That's true, it we're is. making it sound like a desirable place to go hang out. <laughs> in, my, in my imagination, the tenderloin is like this beautiful beach with the waves crashing to shore and some palm trees and watching the sunset. That's what I the tenderloin is. That's why I try to imagine that, because I'm just like, you know what, then eventually it'll become that. Um, and the closest thing, so there is a tiki bar that opened up uh, right before this pandemic. It's called Zombie Village, and it's on Jones and O'Farrell. And it's this little hidden thing. And um, yeah, it's really, that's a good spot. You should check it out. I mean, I think they're open for indoor seating as well. But that's what it feels like to me. Zombie um, Village, that place is like, it's like a tenderloin paradise. Yeah, I'll have yeah. to go swing by. Yeah, so I was going to actually play another um, fresh track from another local band here. All right. And then we're going to get back to, to the good. This is, um, hmm, actually we have some choices here. This is um, uh, from a local band called Revolution. And it looks like this is a music video too, so I get to be entertained. And st- you know, even more entertained with the music video. Um, yeah. So we'll be right back
You got it too, man. That is Revolution, Mutiny Radio FM, Holler with a Dollar, sitting back here in the box with Crystal. That's me. The multi-talented. <laughs> I uh, say I'm an amateur at everything and master of nothing, for, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, yeah, I feel like I've kind of gotten to that, that point in my life being an artist. It's like, it, I've just accepted it as something that I enjoy to do. And it's a form of entertainment. Well, you're very talented with the guitar. Oh, like, thank I love you. the busking song. The busking song. Yeah, it's my favorite fa- favorite JW song for sure. Because you're too busy busking. <laughs> yeah. Busking. Yeah. I wonder how many folks know that term busking. That's what I was saying. I was like, I think a lot of, and with music, mm-hmm. like different from comedy, I think some things that are different from comedy is when you're talking and you're doing a stand-up comedy set, people could actually hear what you're saying. Like you're talking to them almost. Mm-hmm. With music, when you're singing it, I think a lot of times the lyrics, they aren't like the center focus. Like it's more you feel it than you hear it almost in some... Yeah, it's it's more like with, with comedy, uh, you know, it is only the words you're saying. So that's all people have to focus on, I guess, unless you walk around a little bit. And with music, it's like there's, there's a lot more elements to take into account, like the beat and stuff like that. And... You know, most live music I go to, like, just doesn't have lyrics because I'm going to deep house shit, like. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So I'm not trained to listen to the lyrics. Usually my first pass through with with music. Yeah. Yeah, I'm there to, like, feel it. And then with comedy, yeah, it's, it's, I'm getting talked at, so. (laughs) Yeah, you know, there's something, um, and someone mentioned this, you know, somebody in the open mic scene that I've known for many years mm-hmm. is that even if you play the same song like musically every time you play it maybe you play it a little bit different and I don't know and then like with music since you're not thinking about the lyrics like if you hear it enough times you'll eventually figure out the lyrics but you got to hear it like 20 times yeah some people I, I am not talented enough in a way to hear a song once and then know it I gotta listen to it 20 times for sure <laughs> I'm trying to think of yeah I think I'm definitely the same way too I mean that's like you know the journey don't stop believing thing you know it's just like you've heard it so many times everyone just knows you know yeah it's a don't stop believing <laughs> strangers in the night oh yeah Frank Sinatra <laughs> oh yeah oh never mind no that's a different one that's a different one yeah. I mean, that's a little, obviously, I think they're mm-hmm. all before. All before? My, I mean, Frank Sinatra, I mean, my, my, my folks weren't really big on Frank. Um, I, I grown to appreciate him, um, a lot, I mean, a lot. And working at an Italian restaurant in college, it just reminds me, like, Sinatra just reminds me of just being a you know, being in 20, college, like 19, <laughs> 19 years old, working at a restaurant, <laughs> like it, it's a good feeling. What is your favorite Sinatra song? Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, that's a pretty tough one. I have a lot. I do have to say, probably "Strangers in the Night." Yeah. All right. You took mine. That's what I was gonna say. Is that really yours too? Mm-hmm. 
Strangers in the night, exchanging glances, wandering in the night. What were the chances we'd be sharing love before the night was through? Very nice. <laughs> sorry, no, no, I'm sorry, this guy was doing this live thing. I mean, I got to be like, kind of, I, I just think that's so fun. Can you imagine, like, just being on the streets of San Francisco, which that's another, you know, topic of conversation, playing, a, you know, a Strangers in the Night uh, song because I feel like with that song we we're just talking about lyrics. It's like it's very clear. Dude, that one, but yeah, that one is. <laughs> but yeah, when you listen to Frank Sinatra, though, you are there to listen to Frank Sinatra's voice, and it's it is all about the words he's saying. So he does. Yo, yeah, he yeah. defies. He defies my music rules. <laughs> yeah, I do feel that way too. That's funny. I feel like that with with Frank. He is kind of talking. Almost like he's very clearly like singing in his very full, very rich voice. Rich voice. Yeah, it's, it's an experience for yeah, sure. Yeah, I just, yeah, that song gets me every time. Yeah, but I like I, a lot of. I feel like the first time I heard the busking song, like the lyrics were very clear to me. <laughs> I'm a chick with a trick. <laughs> Did you get that one? No, okay, maybe I missed that one. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just like the theme of it, just being too busy to go. Like, so I feel like, I feel like it's being rude. Like, I'm talking about this song people haven't heard. Where could people go to hear the busking song? Um, I don't know. Well, I got my guitar right here, and I'm thinking that we could play another track, and I could play it live. Ooh, okay, yeah, I would love to hear the busking song live, and then like we, or we can busk for donations. Yeah, right? busking through the sound waves. That's what things are going. So you know, virtually and. COVID safe busking. COVID safe busking. Yeah, just get in everyone's ear here. Tap yeah. into yeah. Jeff Bezos' like stream and whatever he's doing and just get in, you know. I don't know. I don't know where <laughs> I was going with that. But um, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, that's cool that you're a big, Sinatra, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'm a big Sinatra fan. I actually, the only time I almost got in a fight at a bar, the only time, was at my local bar, St. Mary's Pub. Which I love and adore, mm-hmm. the, the, you know, the bar. But this guy's talking shit about Frank Sinatra. What did he at say? At the bar. He said, oh, yeah, he sucks. Who and I'm just like, shit about Frank Sinatra? I know, that's what bar. I'm saying. I'm just like, especially at St. Mary's. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's just like, I'm a huge Sinatra fan. I'm just like, you know what? I feel like I can't let this happen. I can't let this guy rag on Frank Sinatra. I'm a huge Sinatra fan. I can't sit here and, you know, just ignore this guy. I'm just like, hey, who are you? Mm-hmm. Wait. So what happened? Did you did you go up to him? Were you like? He was very clearly just so intoxicated, and he yeah. So you let him get away with it? No, <laughs> I made him apologize. To who? To you? To me. <laughs> and he bought a drink. He bought me a drink too. Oh well, hey, that's 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 something, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Gosh. Yeah. So I was gonna um, play another track here. Uh, this band is called Varen. It's the Varen Band, and this song is called "Never Get to Talk," which is not how I feel right now. Yeah, so I wonder if yeah, I'm trying to figure out. That's interesting. That's another friend's band here. Never get to talk. Yeah, just talking all the time or never talking. Talking, talking. Yep, yep. Yeah. So, the, um, do you have a Spotify account? I do. I have a, like, I have the Spotify account, and I'm paying like ten dollars a month, mm-hmm. and I have to listen to you know, 
Lady Gaga like 20 times before I play the track I want to play, um, which is totally fine because I love Lady Gaga. But being a DJ, yeah, so, yeah, this is going to be pretty fun. All right, you guys, we'll I like be back. Where we're yeah.
too much cause I'm busking out in the city. I wake up, I stroll outside, people think I'm sophisticated and witty. I'm a chick with a track, I'm a man with a plan. That's me and my friends from Riptide to Japan. I'm talking about Tokyo, yo. Tokyo, Japan. So I miss your social media call. I miss that call because I was on the court playing basketball. I spiked it so hard, you think I was seven foot tall. Try to win the camp, we didn't even have Kevin Durant. That's me on my amigos to Oakland, Splash, Golden Blue. See too much, cause I'm busking out in the city. I wake up, I stroll outside, people think I'm so sophisticated. So I saw you at Bazaar last night. It was very nice. Everyone's huddled around outside and having a good time. I swooped in the door, we had a couple of chairs. I walked down the street, I haven't felt this way in years. I don't see you too much cause I'm busking out in the city. I wake up, I stroll outside, people think I'm so pretty, pretty. You will look pretty too. You make the finest breakfast entree of them all. You will look pretty, pretty. The finest chickapino of them all. I'm a chick with a trick Some underground radio for you all. Yeah. The guitar was clearly not in tune. No, so good. <laughs> yeah, I um. Yeah, I don't. I feel like that song, because I played it on electric just now, mm-hmm. and that song for some reason on the acoustic, maybe it makes more sense. But I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it's just in my head. Just in I've my head. I've seen people busk with an electric guitar. Yeah, I've so seen it. Somebody had said that if it's not plugged in, then it's not rock and roll. And I forget who said it. And it might actually, must have been Courtney Love or something. I just like, I think anything she says is right, you know? <laughs> <laughs> not really. <laughs> I don't know. I just 
I mean, why argue? Yeah, so, I mean, Courtney Love is actually born in San Francisco. I mean, you knew that. I did not know that. Actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so there's a lot of things I don't know. Yeah, so supposedly mm. they live right next to uh, Madrone's Art Bar, right on the corner of um, Fell and Divisadero. Oh, I do know that one. At one point, yeah. So she had had a spot there at one point. Just totally doing the rock and roll thing. That's rad. That's yeah. rad. Just like we're doing the rock and roll thing. Yeah, this is rock and roll. You know, somebody was offended. You know, they're saying they're inventing their own philosophy. I was like, oh, that's pretty rock and roll. He's like, no, it's not. I'm like, do you know what rock and roll is? <laughs> is it getting offended or um, offending? No. No, I think. It, I guess I don't know. I think. Uh, Again, I don't. There's a lot of things I don't know. I think. I don't know. It's all a matter of an opinion. <laughs> no, I think it's a matter of an opinion. But for me personally, rock and roll is about being sloppy and honest. Which uh, I don't know. I mean. I appreciate you know, that. Yeah. I mean, like Joe Satriani is cool and all. Like, there's, but there's nothing cool about being cool. <laughs> it's better to be uncool. Yeah. Sloppy and honest. Yeah, the coolest <laughs> people are the ones who aren't trying. Something like that. Something like that. Maybe. Yeah. You know, I think it's funny though about that song is uh, "Chick with a Trick Drinking Pinot," but we've got a cab back here. Yeah. So that's really funny because the first time that I I played that song. I was on Mutiny Radio. I think that was the first song I ever played on the air. And she oh, said, wow. like, what does that mean? She's like, Chicopino. I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I'm going for. I'm going for an Italian thing. Um, and a Chicopino. I thought it was drinking a Pino. Oh, that's great. That's good. No, that's good. <laughs> it was like that Taylor, you know, that Taylor Swift song, The Blank Space. She was saying something about ex-lovers and it sounded that like she said starbucks or something it was that's like, my favorite taylor swift song by the way blank space i, I think I, I yeah i don't know if the guitar was tuned i'd play it but it's just like i don't want i don't want to put everyone through that pain <laughs> yeah i um they can always turn their radio off yeah no i mean to all of you listeners out there i'm glad you're here but you don't have to be <laughs> yeah that's pretty punk rock i hope is you that, hate it is that okay to say i hope you hate it no it's, it's a punk rock thing you know is it okay i'm trying to tune into my inner rock and roll because there's yeah. not a lot of it in there i'm not very rock and roll so it's gonna be forever <laughs> or it's gonna go down in flames that's pretty rock and roll thank you you know what is i think that taylor swift is yeah there's something about her that's kind of rebellious and she's, rock and roll she's a problematic fave 100% because I love her but she's problematic like like she's she's doing her best though uh, she's trying uh, the Kanye hate is weird <laughs> but like everything so around weird. Kanye is really weird except like wait Kanye has a song called Kanye right is that the one or like love Kanye maybe do you know what I'm talking about I don't I uh, I don't know which one it is. I can't think of how does it I go. I just think. Should we play it or will we get sued? I don't I, know. I don't actually. <laughs> I'm, just know. I'm just messing with you. I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, just the point I'm trying to make is we all deserve the kind of love Kanye expresses for himself in that song. Okay, I think we should risk it and just play it. Oh, all right. Just kidding. No, I'm just messing no, with you. That no. would be so rock and roll. Yeah, I know. It's like coming. So I know that's that's kind of what it is, and I feel like what the whole tech thing is too here in just in general you start a company and then you either you know sell it for more than what you bought it for that you invested in what you got investment for mm -hmm. 
or you go public. And so that's 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 how you get rich, huh? Selling what you love or giving it away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like if it, if it gets to a certain point where it's, <clears throat> you know, like a taxi cab confessions. I don't know if you heard this at one point. So it's actually in the state of California. You only need one person's consent to record them. What becomes a thing is if someone tries to sell that and then they're making money off of it. And then that, in that case, the person that I was talking to this, you met Reed. I did. Yeah. So yeah, I was talking about that. Um, yeah. So it's, uh, it's Kanye love. Kanye Lou. <laughs> I love Kanye. Yes. Okay. There we go. That, oh, we're going to do it. Oh, my God. It's so rock and roll. Yeah. Maybe Kanye donates. So this is a Maybe local him. artist. If yeah. you're from wherever Kanye West is from. Yeah. Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. So this is a local artist. For Come on, Kanye. Donate to Mutiny Chicago. Radio. Yes. <laughs> I think he's got a lot going on right now. Huh? He's, I, that is a man who has always had a lot going on. Yeah, I think he's extremely talented. Mm -hmm. Huh. Yeah. Very good. I just, uh, yeah, that, that Taylor Swift thing was... Um... I miss the old Kanye. Straight from the gold Kanye. Chop up the soul Kanye. Set on his goals Kanye. I hate the new Kanye. The bad mood Kanye. The always rude Kanye. Spazzing the news Kanye. I miss the sweet Kanye. Chop up the beast Kanye. I gotta say, at that time I'd like to meet Kanye. See, I invented Kanye. It wasn't any Kanye's. And now I look and look around and there's so many Kanye's. I used to love Kanye. I used to love Kanye. I even had the pink polo. I thought I was Kanye. What if Kanye made a song about Kanye? Call I Mr. Old Kanye. Man, that'd be so Kanye. That's all it was, Kanye. We still love Kanye. And I love you like Kanye loves Kanye. <laughs> that's a nice little 45 second clip of a song. Or, yeah, I can, yeah, I mean, that's great. I mean, I think when you're that. Yeah, I mean, when, you, when, you're, when you're that big of a star, I mean. I feel like at that point... It, no, it it's beautiful to have that amount of self-love. Like, I want that. I want that love for myself. Like, it's that's happening. inspiration right there. So how would your song go? Uh, <laughs> uh, Crystal, she's all right. She's been hanging in there, doing her best. It's all right. Some days are better than others. We just keep trying being a good person sometimes people laugh hooray give her hugs and money and free vacations and she'll hang out with you and make you smile that's crystal and she's great that is some good self-love and you got the nail flair too i uh, yes thank you so much the to nail kelly executive. baker nail, nail executive. executive yes she uh i rode my scooter over to her amazing spot up on clay and fillmore the nail executive and she painted my nails for me today and they look so <laughs> great and professional this is my first manicure since before the pandemic hit and they feel amazing like you know when you finally decide to well I don't know how often people really need to clean out their ears but sometimes we let it go a little too far and that's how I feel about my nails. Like, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
they look wonderful. <laughs> they really do. So thank you, Kelly Baker, yeah. SNL executive. They look so good. It is so easy to book online. It's just, yeah. I mean, you just go and you click. And I remember. No, yeah. and it's like, I seriously, it was one of the best manicures I've ever had. And this isn't just because of coming out of the pandemic. Like she has this, she has a really cool drill tool. And I haven't seen that at a lot of the places I was going to before the pandemic. And the way it just cleaned out my, cu- like, don't you hate it when you go get your nails done? And when they clip your cuticles, they bleed. You know that, JW? Yeah, yeah I do. I, yeah, I've done yeah. it before. And I... Uh, it sucks. No, Kelly, the way she took care of my cuticles, like, they feel amazing. They, yeah, it looks yeah. great. Yeah, she I mean... She's very professional. And I heard she also does resumes. Yeah, so she does resumes, too, which is pretty pretty great. I mean, yeah. yeah so she she's a certified to, resume writer. She used to work in publishing, so she she's... She stopped doing that because of her love of nails. It's pretty cool, yeah. I love that. Yeah. So I highly recommend her 100%. Thank you, Kelly, if you're listening. I think Kelly's listening out there. I hope so. Hi, Kelly. <laughs> I uh, And she was so nice, too. When I put my jacket on, I messed up one of them, and then she fixed it for me again. It was so sweet. That is so sweet. Yeah. Having wet nails is the most anxiety-inducing experience for me. <laughs> Because I'm just like, I just know something's going to go wrong. <laughs> yeah, totally. I, I've i never done it myself personally, but I did get my, my nails done for the first time over this pandemic because I was working from home and I wasn't getting in front of people. And I was just like, you know what? I might as well have some nail flare. What color did you paint your nails? Purple was the first color. <laughs> yeah. What color of purple? Dark purple, lavender. 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 Ooh. They were very loud. I like that. Yeah, very nice. Have you painted them a different color than lavender, or lavender's the first and only? So I did it twice over the pandemic. So okay. the first time I did purple. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think, anyway, being a comedian or, you know, being up in stage in general, like your hands are kind of a centerpiece. And I never thought of it before. I just wanted to get my nails done. And, um,. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, Kelly had this thing um, with the nail executive where you just, it was so easy to book it online. It's just like you don't even have to think about it. Just click it twice and you're in. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so when I got my nails painted for the first time, I play so much guitar. It's, you know, some people are like, JW, yeah. you, you really play this much guitar? Yeah, I know. But I realized when I'm playing the, the guitar never, with the nails. For those who are questioning if JW does play this much guitar, I've never seen JW without his guitar. <laughs> so that's a fact. <laughs> so anyways, you got your nails done. <laughs> yeah, so that's what it is. When you're playing guitar, the when you have your fingers on the, the board, mm-hmm. it's such a center point. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's just, I'm surprised I didn't get my nails painted sooner. Wait, wait, so what was the second color you got your nails painted? I got green. Oh, wait, what kind of green? So it was just a little bit, I'm trying to think, well, there's something on the wall. I know that people listening in, you wouldn't be able to <laughs> see it, but it's like. I'll describe it to you. It's like a. It's He's not, pointing to a green that's on a drawing of an aloe vera plant. And it's right, so it's not like forest green, but it's not like light green. It's somewhere in between. Yeah, it's like a darkened lime green. It's like lime if you took on the neon, took out the neon part of it. Yeah. So like the most regular green you can imagine, it's that green. 
Yeah. It's a I great got, green. I got a lot of I got a lot of compliments on the green. You did all ten in green? Yeah, and you know what is um It's brave. Yeah. I got you know, match my, my eye color. Mm. That's when it's like, Oh hey, I like your nails. They match your eyes. I'm like, <laughs> oh my mom, um I thought my eyes were hazel my whole life. My mom was saying, you know, because her eyes are hazel, or she said her eyes are hazel. Then I went and got LASIK, and um, the doctor was saying that I have green eyes. Mm. And I was like, no, my mom said that I have hazel eyes. No, you're wrong. It's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. And so, um, yeah, it's supposedly, so my, my mom's mom, so my grandmother, she actually had hazel eyes, and then my my grandfather had blue eyes, so she didn't have blue eyes, but she didn't have hazel eyes. She had green eyes. I didn't know that's how it worked. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. I have a genetic thing in my eyes. We all do technically have genetics in our eyes, but the color of my eyes is for is from a genetic deformity, technically, called central heterochromia. So oh, regular, I had no idea. Yeah, Are you so, serious? Yeah, so regular wow. heterochromia is when, or I guess regular is maybe not the right word, but class heterochromia that's not centralized is when one eye is a different color than the other. And mine are central heterochromia. So my eyes have are three different colors in one. So my eyes are green, brown, and blue. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's all right, but I, it what says hazel on my driver's license. Yeah, mine too. I still never change that. I'm just like, you know, mom, I'm just, I'm with you to the end on this, you know. <laughs> mama's boy, I like that. You know what? It's like, mm, I want to, mm, I want to say I'm a mama's happy boy. Happy belated Mother's Day to my mother. Yeah, Hi, all mom. the mothers out there. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Proud you know, of all of you. I might not necessarily be a mama's boy, but I definitely, even a bad man loves their mom. You know, I saw this old country western. I thought it was so great. This guy, he was like, um, he was talking mess about his mom. Mm-hmm. And the guy pulls out his gun. And he's like, even a bad man loves their mama. And then he blows his head off. <laughs> <laughs> thought it was so great. Very inspiring. You know, I like that, though. And it's true. We <laughs> all owe our mothers something. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, if we're if we're here today, right now, like they, you know, Took it took several months of that from them to get here. So thanks, mom. Even bad men like you gotta, you owe them something. Yeah. Gosh, well this has been a uh, really fun. So I know you're gonna be doing that set here at six o'clock. I was gonna wind down the show. Yes. Uh, too here with um my Candyman theme here. Well, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, well, thank you all for tuning in. This song gets me excited. Yeah. My local artist. Stunk. Point of your for the, um, the bass player in this. She just had a birthday, too. So. Happy birthday to the bass player. Happy birthday, whatever Q. Yes. And, um, you know, it's somebody's birthday today. Every and day's happy birthday, birthday to you. So we are getting geared up for some uh, indoor comedy. Indoor comedy, I didn't think I'd say that again for a while. And uh, 6 o'clock, I know you're going to be up there. That's going to be fun. Uh, 
Um, and yeah, we got the Atlas Cafe tomorrow. We got we have a farmers market on Sundays, inner and outer Sunset Farmers Market. Nothing more organic than going out get some produce and listen to some fresh tunes. Sun lighting, that is my Candyman theme, and we are going to be playing um, some cool jazz for you guys before the comedy gets going. Yours truly is going to actually be doing a set. Very excited. First time at Muni, which is great. Very fun. We've got Troubadour Fools here. Just want a bag of uh, coffee. <laughs> Very fun. And we've got some cool Barrier Jazz. Dave Brubeck. It's my favorite therapeutic set of all time.
lots of guys are off their game right now, but we can all get back in the game with got some cool jazz, maybe Radio FM. Oh yeah, back in the game. We got some comedy coming up here at six o'clock. Getting all excited over here in the booth. I can't wait. Indoor comedy. I just can't control myself right now. It is uh, great. So we're gonna wind it down with some Dave Brubeck. We got Paul Desmond on the uh, the alto sax. This is a nice flashback for today. And um, yeah, I mean jazz KCSM. Great, great folks in there. Holler, uh, Muni Radio FM. Holler with a dollar. Hanging on by a shoestring. Oh, yeah.
Muni Radio FM, cool jazz. Donate to Muni.
donate to Mutiny Radio. We've got some comedy coming up here at 6 o'clock. we got a nice little tune to wind it down before Pam takes over. Thank you all for tuning in.
Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio, my friend. Got mutiny, mutiny radio. Got mutiny, mutiny radio. Got mutiny radio, my friend. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought or two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. We're hosts of... Follow us on podcast by with our acronym L W A F L M O Y T. We watch a full length movie on YouTube with you, and you listen to the podcast and watch the movie at the same time. Yeah, L W A F L M O Y T. Yeah, L W F L M O Y T. L W A F L M O Y T. That's every Sunday, two p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or if you're Carl, five percent. Five percent. Right. I'm so lazy. Three hours later, I finally get to the show. Five p.m. Let's hear the theme song. Oh, uh, uh, let's watch full-length movies. Oh, wait, let's do a full-minute promo. Oh, never mind. Bye. Yeah. See you next time. I was just leaving the theater. <laughs>